Okay, it's time to partner with Betfair and preview WASI's Produce Stakes Day. Terry Layton, BJ Ryan, and we are recording the one one, the West Australian Racing Podcast. It's uh, just before 12 noon on Thursday, the 15th of April. We have, from a racing calendar point of view, Albany, the Great Southern, up and running this afternoon, size produce stakes, as well as Kalgoorlie on Saturday, Terry. Looking forward mm. to that one, no doubt. Uh, we'll, we, we need to wait until we get all the um, the main jocks down there to get really stuck into one. But okay. um, was there someone? There was a bit of a request. A uh, friend of the podcast, one of our original fans, Benny Black. Benny, I met Benny out at Kalgoorlie. You did at the lane. round. Yeah, Benny Black lane. was uh, was uh, looking for some Cal Mail, and I, but he just might have to cool his jets yeah, because I, it's yeah. hard work. Cause I tipped one last year. Um, I didn't win. Trying to do one. the punters. Uh, City star, yeah, I think yeah. it was. And um, by the, yeah, in the first five minutes of betting, because we tip it before the odds come out, it was hundreds to tens or something. So um, there is one, though, which I'm very keen on. So Benny's flipping me a message tomorrow after the odds are out. and we uh, Look at ter- Terry's notifications. Are we going? Oh, boom, boom, <laughs> boom. We yeah, going? no, we're, we're very bullish on one at uh, Kalgoorlie. So Gold that, might that might be the main player of the day to okay. the next event. So Cal sad day while it is Geraldton Gold Cup day on the crayfish coast mm. this Sunday. Not a bad field, that. Um, yeah, that, well, last I looked, uh, it was divine, only, divine shadow. Only a few exceptions. Yeah, Sixty-two with Mitchie. Mm. Is it raining, Jared? Not sure, because it will grow a leg again. Obviously, if it's raining, um, is Media Baron going there as well? I think so. Scratched, I think it was. Scratched. Okay, yeah. so it's uh, divine shadow, Bella's idol, superior smile. Lots of uh, Geraldton locals. Our, our mm. idol was actually double engaged across the weekend. Yeah. So, um, and uh, so there, it's not a bad 78 plus, $100,000 Geraldton Cup. So, so good luck to the Geraldton Turf Club, everyone involved there. Big day of the year. Hopefully the, the uh, Mother Nature is, um, is shining on them mm. on the day and they get some good conditions. Yes, it's always a, uh, a good uh, – I want to get up to Geraldton Cup at some stage. I've never, never been to the Geraldton race. What's our next club? Road trip, bus trip. Uh, something soon. I reckon June-ish. I'm going to try for a dry May, which will be difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but something June, July-ish, I reckon. What's what's? Yeah, we'll, we'll come up with something anyway. Either that or a big day out of the track with the, the one one listeners. We haven't done one. Faithful. Yeah, maybe a first up, new how to salt or something. Yeah, okay. Wearing a new colours. That's mm. good. Uh, before we move forward, a uh, big thank you to last week's in-studio guest, Michael Heaton. He um, He's always a good man to have on the show. Uh, I think Spotty, the, our mascot, our studio mascot, he enjoyed Michael's company as well. The Easter eggs didn't enjoy Michael's. What about a sore gut when he got <laughs> Yeah, he did some damage to the uh, to the bowl of Easter eggs, that's for sure. But good stuff. Thanks for coming tip on. Well too. Tip well, too. Yeah, yep. tip very well. Yeah, he went through all of his selections for the day. I think he had a bit of a fill, so hopefully he personally had a bit of a fill. Mm, very good. Um, yeah, we always love our guests coming on and uh, helping us here at the 1-1. And BJ, stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind and the Market City Meets Get Out Stakes competitions. Also, don't forget this Saturday at Ascot Racecourse will be the WA Black Arts launch party, Terry, representing us sand gropers in the horse racing league. The Black Arts, they'll be enjoying WA size produce stakes day from the best facility on track, the Director's Lounge, and they tell me there's a big announcement on the agenda also, um, which will be um, highlighted at the launch party this Saturday. Perhaps that's in relation to the tried horses that the TRL has been desperately trying to secure in recent weeks. 
I'm uh, very dirty. I've got another wedding down south this week, BJ, so I, uh, I won't be there. But um, yeah, I'm actually really dirty. I won't be there because that would be an absolute cracking little do um, at Ascot on Saturday. So get along if you can. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's the uh, WA Black Arts launch party. If you want any more information, go to trl.net or blackarts.net. It's Size Produce Stakes Day, Terry. Are we ready to get cracking on this preview? We are. All right, Raoul is out in the seven-metre position. The weather is getting warmer. It was 27, now they've pushed it out a bit to 28, 29, mostly sunny, a bit of a light easterlies floating around. We did have some rain during the week that was um, that has since dried up. I noticed the track ended up firming significantly as the day progressed at Ascot yesterday, so we'll be looking forward to a good four um, firm Ascot surface on Saturday, the seventeenth uh, of April, Terry. Yep, standard. Uh, standard Ascot track. Eastleys aren't um, strong enough to expect to play a major part, but um, yeah, the rail and on pace is always a nice spot to be at Ascot, especially early in the day. Early in the Could day, just have that on uh, repeat. Record, yeah, yeah, rinse and repeat every week. Yeah, basically. All right, let's get into it. Race one is. How did these maidens get back on this? What's yeah, going on? Yeah, I thought we'd uh, successfully vetoed these. So the West Speed maidens are gone. It looks like they're throwing in the occasional uh, standard four-year-old upwards maiden. But anyway, race one, size day, 11.53 a.m. is the budget truck rental maiden. I know, Terry, you mentioned off-air that you haven't even looked at this race. Is that correct? Yeah, no, I, uh, I finished. I went in reverse order, finished race two at about 11 o'clock last night, and um, I just thought I got minimal interest. Uh, looking at it on the surface, you expect Miami City to be hard to beat, but always wary of a horse at the best form is down the straight, coming back around a bend. Um, Lone Hand Larry, new stable, but Mitch probably chose Miami City. Not a race I'm going to be interested in at all. Race two, I'll be playing from there onwards. Not even the, not even the fact that Brett Pope's got the fave is going to warm your warm your heart. <laughs> no, <laughs> hey. no one one thing one thing I will say though <laughs> one thing I will say is though, is I tell you what one horse who has not been ridden well in forever is a 29 start maiden who's never run a place bachelor ball. <laughs> Blinkers, Bladra, Bradra, Willa go on. I it, look, he's hundred to one, and he probably should be three hundred to one. But um, yeah, if you started drinking really early, you could consider having something on him. I uh, I've actually thought that that might be a interesting horse to get hold of once upon a time bachelor boyfriend. He's run a couple of good races right. over, over his time. Uh, if you go back to uh, the run versus he's on fire five starts ago, he sat deep the trip, yeah. was beaten three. Um, Went to York, was given none at York. Then he sat deep uh, around Tumavet, sat deep with main engine. And then he was back near last um, after dropping sharply in Trivia. Yeah, dearie me. But he's no, the problem is he's no good yeah. as well. So. I think this is a race for for what it's worth. For those of you that are actually playing in race, I think Miami City is the way to go. Mitchie Pateman's given uh, the punters a lead by hopping off Lone Hand Larry, who trialled really, really well at Lark Hill recently for Hayden Ballantyne. Uh, Miami City has race fitness, third up, coming to this Ascot, 1,100 metre maiden. She'll get every opportunity from gate three. I think he just simply stands out as the horse to beat. Pretty firm though now, $3 in the market. That won't be getting any of mine. I think that's still, that's a bit skinny for a horse like Miami City. But from a tipping point of view, I've got him on top. Yardman, Lone Hand, Larry, and maybe a big improvement from Payroa, Lad. Um, but to fair runabouts for old... Mark Bairstow. Mark 
Ricky Best. Yeah, I think it January is. last year was his last winner. Perhaps. Right. Uh, but other than that, it's pretty hard to get enthused about this particular maiden and um, really disappointing to see that these maidens have managed to, just when we thought that they had uh, been eradicated from the mm. Saturday programs, they've reared their heads again. But anyway, something's got to win it for me, Miami City. All right, race number two, the Glenroy Schaff. Handicap <laughs> over the spread bags, McChef over the uh, the one thousand meters. Um, Good now, race. This this is better. This is this is like a cracking it. race. This Again, like this isn't this isn't my type of betting race mm. uh, because you got the question marks over Shantalk, Vedette to start, and Acromangela all racing off a break. So there's obviously question marks on how they're all going. Um, really excited to see Shan talk come back, BJ. But from a speed map point of view, well, a few of these have good gate speed. I think the only one desperate to find the top will be Acromantula. Is Correct. That, is that how you read it? Yep, hundred percent. A few little gear changes. They they almost look like positive ones to some degree. Bubble Chica coming off, lugging bits. One-eyed blinker was a worry for me, but mm. I I didn't notice that till till really late in the piece. But still, must have trolled in the one-eyed blinker. I think so. Yep. And is he being gelded? Because it says yes. Colt last. Has so that, been gelded. that might be a gear change worth noting for the punters, I'd suggest. He Huge. no longer has his, uh, his gonads, but anyway. Gonads. Apparently the lugging bit was more important than <laughs> testicles. But yeah. uh, look, I, I, uh, this is a, a cracking little race. Um, I've got Acromantula on top, but uh, I am not going to be hopping in or getting too enthused, BJ. I just think there's so much class around him. We don't know where they're all at. Chantorkel Park, um, difficult ride for Vicky Corva. I thought that was a good opportunity for Lactar, but um, they stick with the, the stable apprentice, so good on them. Uh, I see Red gets a, a harder test, but a nice map. Vedette stars back last, but it's only a small field, so as is McCanto, who I, I don't think can win this one back to the thousand. In the market, though, I didn't have Should... him anywhere near that. No, neither did I. I thought it was a 10 out of 10 steer last start, which yep. got him there. I think if it sprints with Vedette star, Vedette star beats him home, so I, I can't see how he probably wins it. But uh, no, I think the winner will come from... Um, Probably Shantork or, or Acromantula, uh, mm -hmm. 330, 450. I've got short, slightly shorter than that, so it could make it a bet, BJ. But uh, no, nah, this, this isn't my type of race with three horses coming off little breaks. Yeah, I was pretty much $4 a field, had mm -hmm. Acromantula on top. I think he's going to find the front. Joey has a party, he's riding really well at the moment. And uh, this horse trial, that Lucky Hill trial was, was, nice. was really nice. Slick too. Against some decent horses as well. They weren't mm -hmm. any slouches. Um, is a winner over the Ascot 1,000 metres on debut. I think they, the stable has a big opinion on this horse. He's just got plenty of talent. You can just tell by the way that he covers the ground. The interesting thing for me was who's going to be the breeze horse because I imagine that Shantork is going to be leaders back. So who's going to be the breeze horse? So, and that breeze horse could be potentially a bit of a roadblockish type situation. Yes. So, so I spent a bit of time on that one. It's And first of all, it's whether Shantor can get across. If First of all, I would be instructing um, Victoria to try and lead. Um, we shan't talk that we're down to the thousand. You got the three kilo girl. Try and lead, and then at worst, if if they go nuts on Acromantula to cross, you let your hand up, and then you got the back of Acromantula. Yeah. If you just dawdle out, you're going to probably end up your chance of ending back three pairs back. Because I see Red probably jumps quicker than Shantork, and then Type 1 could just ping around. But yeah. I think Type 1 could get caught deep, even and, though from Mary. And Ford. you never really know what Red Inferno does from 1 either. Well, like, exactly. It, yeah. It's all about how it pings as well. Yeah. If it's desperate to hold the back of Acromantula leaders back, then they, there's trouble there. So, well, yeah. you got Barry too, but it's a, it's a sticky ride. Still, and you got Mitchell, Mitchell Pavement, good tactical senior rider, yeah. drawn directly outside her, and he will fancy his chances of winning, and he'll fancy his chances of outriding Victoria Corver as well. I think Shantork was going to trial. My, my little sources tell me Shantork 
was in a trial, but um, she may have had a little cold or a flu and missed the trial. So um, take that with definitely take that with a grain of salt. But um, yeah, just it looks a sticky little race to me. And um, Acromantula is the one that uh, I thought made sense. You know, he's going to be out in front. And you can forgive his last run before a spell where he finished uh, down the track as he had the thumps. Um, but more of a watch and see and see how good some of these are. We'll learn a lot. Yeah, pretty, these pretty hard to be too confident in a race where Shantalk, Icy Red, Vedette the Star and Acromantula, they're all pretty evenly matched for mine. Mm -hmm. uh, but I went for the leader and I, I feel as though he's a horse with plenty of upside. Acromantula gets in well at the weights as well, going to make his own luck out in front. He's the longest price at the moment of the four. I had him um, equal favourite um, at, at $4. Yeah. His too. Very interesting. So, but he's my on top selection, and his value at his current quote of four sixty, um, with very, my my bet pump price being four dollars. It's very interesting. Um, when Brad goes up, you can see the money that comes straight away. Mm. And I, I didn't have a bet, but Brad, I think Brad went up. I should get this right. About four forty, four sixty, four sixty. Yeah. But that was quickly backed in to the mid threes. Three seventy. Um, you got to. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, before he is popped out again, because the other agencies. Um, I think one of them went up six bucks for a brief moment, but. Um, before the other agencies all went up. So uh, there was some money for um, Acromantula with the Tab Touch players this morning. And I reckon that's probably where the – sometimes I think that's the astute money that comes first up because um, they monitor – I think Tab Touch monitor the accounts of certain people and whatnot. So, and Shan Talk on the other end was sort of um, mid-threes out to over four bucks um, yeah. with the early moves. There wasn't money for Shan Talk early. So interesting stuff in that sense, but um, a good race for me to watch. Acromantula? Acromantula for me, yes. Yeah, me too. Good luck to Victoria Corver. It's going to be it's yeah. a high pressure ride for her. So and it's good to see how she she uh, she goes under the. You know what Shantalk is a winner. Winner, good horse. So definitely yeah. not riding uh, Shantalk off. Any of those four can win. I'm just going to go for the leader. Acromantula. Yep. Me too. Race number three on WA Size Produce Stakes Day is the Tab Touch West B Platinum Autumn Series Heat. This is heat number three of the series. There's a hundred thousand dollar Westby Platinum Series final on the first of May. So this is another heat leading towards that feature final. And um, yeah, it's, I found this a really tricky race to wrap my head around, Terry. I don't know about you. Well, Petit Lafemme went up fourth favourite, and that tells you a bit of a, a bit of a story. It's now sixth favourite, I think. <clears throat> but that tells you a little bit of a story about this event. I actually only marked three horses under 18 to 1. Yep. Um, BJ, and uh, and still none of them really come up much of a bet for me. Um, for me, it's very simply, do we trust the image keeper form? Mm -hmm. um, an image keeper could lead this, could take a sit. I think it, in time will be a better horse with a sit, but they might be able to lead this uh, this race without Pike on. That's, that's, that's massive. Or do we go with the requisition and Scooter's machine form where you've got to think Scooter's is more suited than requisition here up to the 1,200 metres um, and drawing nine is a, is a positive. Scooter's probably sits three deep yeah. the trip, but that's that's, wide. that's where it probably wants to be, to yeah. be honest, uh, just staying out of trouble. So, um, again, I don't have a hugely strong uh, opinion here. Um, pushed for a bet, I'd, I'd be looking at Scooter's machine parking three deep. It's last run over the thousand, went run off his feet and then still hitting the line like he did. Crazy that's a horse good. that's um, going super because his best racing isn't how, done like that. How so. well has he got? Yeah, unreal. unreal. Just yeah. unreal. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just worry with Image Keeper. Um, watch you lose from Pike going off, and we'll talk about that later on with Final Chill. As yeah, well, of absolutely. Really peaked with Pikey being on, but in saying that, Image Keeper has only been beaten once at a racetrack, 
and it was probably a good thing beaten that Barker. particular day at yeah. Barker. So, um, and even if you look further back through Image Keepers mm, trial form line, um, trial alongside uh, Material Witness, who would probably be, be in the market here, I reckon. So it's all there, isn't it? It yeah. is all there. Yep, it is all there. So uh, yeah, look, I think the winner comes from those three. Scooter six fifty. I've got scooters five. Who was so? Who was the third requisition? Yeah, Requis oh, requisition is yep. racing. Of course, it should just keep winning. But you've got the barrier, and then you've got the twelve hundred meter query. Yeah, um, I'm not as perturbed about the twelve hundred meters. Uh, his actual twelve hundred meter record looks poor, but his runs are yes. Big. Better than, yeah. than than the record than yeah. the the numbers suggest. Yeah. Well, he, the ideal for requisition here is grabbing the back of um, Scooters. Scooter's machine, yeah. and um, and from there he'd have to be very hard to hold out late. I mean, I, I think I said after he won his last race, it looks like a horse that's just going to keep winning. But if you drew a hole, it would have been an easy selection. Mm. But from 11, a lot needs to go right. So, yeah, another difficult race when it comes from those three, but that's not really um, – overly difficult to predict those three were in my four as well the only other horse that i could make a case for is pink and gray he led them up with chris parnham on board and was gunned down by prize nemesis two starts ago that was with 60 kilos i thought his run thousand meter run in the requisition city center race was as good as requisition and city center he was wide throughout and kept coming actually runs really well for chris graham does pink and gray I think he's going to give himself every chance up on top of the speed. 56 kilos again, rolling along. Doesn't have a great winning record, does this horse, but he's just racing so well and a bit like um, a bit like some of these other horses, just has just hit a bit of a purple patch of form. He's the only horse, uh, other horse that I can make a case for. But for me, 1200 the issue, perhaps, yeah. Mm. But he, he's. Um, he is uh, placed three times from five starts at the Ascot, uh, 1,200 metres. So he um, he doesn't mind the, the route as such, but I kept coming back to Image Keeper on top. I have to wind him out a touch pike to Pateman, which is fair enough. Um, however, I thought that debut, uh, that first up Bunbury win was really strong. The, the, it rated really well as well. Uh, held off a pretty smart horse and she's got to you when I don't think he was entirely suited leading at Pinjarra last Sunday. Quick backup, good draw, in form. Mitchell Pateman on board. Image Keeper is going to be give you a good bang for your buck, I think. Yep, I agree. I agree. Um, I was little, I was little. just a touch over a bit over four dollars Image Keeper. So I would think I was four forty Image Keeper. I think his best available was three ninety at the moment though. So. I was four and then uh, 550, 550, you know, 90% up. That's a lowish percentage market there. Four bucks, 550, 550, and upwards, others. Upwards, uh, others, yeah. I think just listening to you, I probably have got pink and grey a little bit longer. Uh, does go very well for Chris Graham. And even if you go back to that run five starts ago, ladies of London, that form line looks pretty good. Yeah. So that um, Bunbury run? That was yeah. when we, we were there, yeah. front and centre. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I can uh, I can uh, I'm picking up what you're putting down there as well, but uh, yeah, sticky race. All the horses on the right marks for me. Okay, race four of the day is the All Flags Signs and Banners Handicap, twelve hundred meter race. Let's see just how good Miss Kentucky is, Terry. Thousand meters with no uh, speed in it. Thousand thousand third up over. 1200 meters has drawn gate nine will be getting back and running on but she has uh done nothing but firm since markets were open this morning yeah it's understandable she went past riverbow who knocked off um 
clairvoyance. So that formula is, is going to obviously uh, scream out. But um, yeah, it's an interesting one. You're up to the 1,200 metres, which I don't think will be an issue. I know no. our only loss was over the 1,200, but um, that isn't uh, a major concern for me. Um, different stage of her career now, more mature horse. Um, but if she goes back to last, this is a race devoid of speed. War God looks your natural leader, even back to the 1,200, but it's not necessarily... Uh, Mervin out of the machine so I think we'll look for a horse I'd love to see him dig chicks pick up here and just say let's let's lead this it's mm. just a different horse out in front but I don't know if he, he slightly older lad now um, I say that I think he's five um, has the spring in his legs that he, he once did to be able to lead him up and um, I think they're reluctant to to use him I just, you, this is you got to just I reckon it's a horses for courses case here and uh, if, if not you hold the back of the speed you've, yeah. just, you've got to have a nice head start um, on them And uh, I had War God leading but I wouldn't be surprised if you see something like Crystal Spirit or Echo Effect do something like uh, from a speed map point of view yeah well I had Echo Effect actually going um, forward I'm expecting Mitchie Pavement to really dig him dig him out it doesn't jump well but as we saw in the Bunbury Stakes he can accelerate around him a little bit if they aren't going quickly early it should be easy to get to the breeze or even just keep rolling to the top um thought i don't know if you, it's a funny old campaign if you you won the fitzpatrick beat resort man in the fitzpatrick diablery um a few other horses were in that race who all have the right form lines then went to the mungrup sprint deep the trip worked the breeze actually it was a super run 390 and, in the um, mungrup too yep went cool. around it just just thin 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 prices um then went to the jimiscus sat 47 deep went to the bunbury sack stakes sat 55 deep before working to the top uh, in a race, in, uh, which uh, in, a, in, a, in a move that upset Lockie Taylor a bit, he was I a think bit... he was. Uh, I think Echo Effect was in what they call Maddie Land in the uh, Bunbury Stokes <laughs> for, for a stride or two. <clears throat> yeah, it was pretty good acceleration though to get to the top of that, wasn't it? But there's something I look for things like that, and I thought there was something about that which said this horse has got a little bit. And then um, in a 78 plus, very strong 78 plus, Chrissy Nickel never tried for any type of early speed and just. Let him get to the line. I don't know. I thought he had more to give. It was only beaten four and a half excellent. Are they trying to reprogram this horse? Not that- sure. I'm not sure what mm. exactly they're doing. And then uh, he came, went around in a 78 plus. The the clairvoyance race where she got knocked off, um, beaten 2.7 lengths river bow. And again, I think I think Mitchie had a bit of horse under. If you watch the 100 meters, 200 meters past the post, um, he was. Uh, he was he was going super. So what are they up to here, Derek? Yeah, what, I don't know. What, what, I don't Roy, know. Mitchie, Mitchie Payton, Mitchie Payton sticks. Yeah, that he probably had. The only he, Mitchie would have been off the ride on Moshard, wouldn't he? Perhaps. Yeah. So, I don't know. M- Mitchie sticks. Look, I'm a little little. This there was 67 bucks available earlier. I haven't got any of that, unfortunately. We don't have the um, the ability to do so. It's 34 now, which is. Not as enticing, but um, look, I've got Echo Effect 16 bucks. So um, just with uh, Nerodio being first up, super horse, we'll run a race. Obviously, just need some luck from one. One first up, we last campaign. Miss Kentucky, best two horses, deserve to be the, the prices they are in the market. But um, yeah, let's have a little stupid each way bet Echo Effect here to go to the breeze and um, get the job done for Roy Wodgers at any old... BJ. Mm, trigger. Trying to pull a trigger. Swifty on us, yeah, I think. I reckon. Hey. We've got to be, you've got to be on the right side yeah. of the Swifties occasionally. Yeah, I reckon he's trying to pull a Swifty on us with this echo effect. So fascinating. Watch this. Uh, that 67 bucks that Terry mentioned earlier, that was, mm. a, that was a good price. What I price did you have him? $19. $19? Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. it was $16 and I thought I was, uh, I thought I was losing me nanas, yeah. to be honest with you. So, mm, okay. Uh, obviously, Miss Kentucky, standout, but there's no uh, – there's no real meat on the bone there. Dollar ninety five, I think, Miss Kentucky across the board. Is that right, Terry? 
think so. So that's them. Yeah. From what, what she's going to have to, I think she'll probably win the race. From yep. what she's going to have to do, like we saw it with, um, I compared it in my notes to Stella Vista yesterday, mm. um, best horse in the race by by panels, but um, and that was on a more suitable track as well. Yeah. Um, like it's almost an identical setup, but when you have to come from last, you can be a good thing beaten. So especially with a race with, without any really obvious speed. So yeah, I think if you're, I'll, I'll be very interested to see what the exchange does. The Betfair exchange does late. I actually backed Miss Kentucky in run last start. Um, yeah, yeah. I've, I've never, I've never, I'm just not capable of the in run betting. Yeah, uh, I think, I think it was like two, two twenty eight going past the six hundred meter mark. So, um, but I uh, might even look at doing a similar thing on the weekend, depending on how well she's travelling. But yeah, no knock on Nerodio. He is a really, really class horse. This fellow I wouldn't be surprised to see him in time work his way into black black type companies. He's got that feel to me, quality uh, sprinter. Lactar on from one. If things go pear-shaped, bit of traffic, bit of niggle for Miss Kentucky, Nerodio is going to be Johnny on the spot. Uh, Lactar in his um, preferred running position, hugging the rail. Uh, he's going to eat just a good horse, Nerodio, and flies fresh, has a trial under his belt. So Good trial. Too. Yeah, I imagine that he will be making Miss Kentucky stretch her neck regardless. Chick's pick ran – I thought his – that first up 1,000-meter run was super – Super behind River Bow, Clairvoyance, um, Platinum Bullet. I thought his run was as it not not that far superior to Platinum Bullet. To tell you the do truth. you think? I agree. Do yeah. you think that if Echo Effect gets that clear running room out wide, that Echo Effect finishes off as well as Chicks Pit? Because I reckon, I reckon perhaps, it does. Yeah. perhaps. Which is uh, so. Yeah, I had Echo Effect in the mix as well, and I expect uh, Moshard's a pretty. Fair sprinter on his day. He's going to be getting back and, and charging. Just an out-sprint. Um, um, Miss Kentucky, with, yeah. with more weight. So, yeah, I, yeah, I thought Brad Willow was a good booking, actually, for for Mashad and he's, he can... He can a good booking for anything, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he can run a race for um, Peter Fernie first up. Look, obviously, Miss Kentucky, horse to beat. Nerodio, the class run of the race, he's going to be... Um, He's going to be a real competitor as well. But I think I might be following the guru in here with uh, trying to speculate on something like Echo Effect as well, just for a, just for a laugh. What, just on a bit, what do we – do we take the 30s or do I don't think we do. I think we hold mm. off on the on the, uh, the exchange. Surely, surely it's got to be any old price here because Miss Kentucky is going to take up 45% of your market. Yeah. Probably trades 220. Yep. Um, Money for the radio. Take up 25% of your market, trades four bucks. So you've got to fit the other three horses into 30%. Um, yeah, he's got a he's got a trade. Surely, fifty bucks, sixty bucks. In my notes, all right, we'll trade eighty. But now that you've sort of thought about it, when a few people start thinking the same thing, you, you're not the only one to see something. Pray for realize. the pray for the exchange. Pray for the exchange. Exactly <laughs> right. Either way, it will be it will be a backable price. That's one thing we do know. Okay, very good. All right, BJ. It is now time for the Mundaring Hotel Mastermind competition. You know, I read that without even reading the notes on the screen this time. Yeah. You're getting I, was watching, I was watching Echo Effect past the post, <laughs> so I've got a replay. I'm making sure I did see what I thought. Uh, he's got a strong. He's actually got a strong hold of that. And it's oh, mate, the way you're car- the way you're carrying on. We better bet now. I think this oh, is getting out of control. Again, I've still marked it nearly. 20, <laughs> I've still marked it nearly twenty back. So I haven't got it short. That's for sure. Um, all right, thanks, Terry. Yes, it is time for the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind Competition. The Mundaring has been the heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. If you get a chance, if you're in the neighbourhood, 
drop in and see the publican, Ian Butchie O'Connor. Say day and tell him you're a 1-1 listener. Butchie will look after you up there in uh, the Mundaring. Congratulations to episode 71 mastermind winner, Tim Marlowe. He's a multiple mastermind winner, Timmy, and um, he saluted the judge again. A $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring is in the mail. Now, to be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to answer the following three. We're going back to three. Three questions correctly. Number one, Guru. Ready. Who did Fred Kersley and Dan Steak, Diamond Dan Steak, combine to win the 2017 size produce? I do know that. She's not coming to me. Question number two. Who rode recent size produce stakes winners, Tin Snip and Whispering Brook? Question three. Name the uncle and nephew who teamed up to win the size with Showy Chloe in 2015. And one of the all-time great salutes. Might have to track down that. From the Western Race Picks archive and put it on mm. the uh, put it on the one one uh, Twitter feed because it is one of the all time great. He's salutes. got a few good ones. Yeah, he's uh, there's not many better than this young man. That is for sure. So they are the three mastermind questions for this week's edition of the one one. Send them to us via direct message on Twitter, and if you get all four, all three questions correct, you could be in running for that one hundred dollar gift voucher to the Mundaring feed. Flutter, froffies, family atmosphere, big decks, all happening up at the Mundaring. Check it out. Terry? Yeah, the the first one's on the tip of my tongue. I just can't think of it. Number two and three is right, I'm pretty sure. If you can read my handwriting, which is fairly close to. Yeah, yeah. Right on the tip of yeah. my tongue. Now leave it with me. I'll, I'll get that as Wasn't well. Wasn't jo- Johnny Diesel was playing at the uh, that big concert? At the Sandalford, yeah, they yeah they actually pause that concert. No, that's what, I, that's what I'd ask you. So the concert was right next to the Mandoon, whereas where Luke oh, and Finney's. we were right on the cusp of it, and it was right at, like they were right next to each other. It's yeah. probably hundred meters between them. Yeah, um, at the wedding. major concert, the yep. wedding. Yeah, um, no, they paused the music for twenty minutes for the nuptials. yeah, or put it right down for twenty minutes. No one, no one had any music, so they could uh, they could get married. So that's, it was uh, brilliant. But then when it came on, it was right at the end, and it actually added to the atmosphere of the wedding. So um, there was some concerns that it might be uh, a little bit of a, a hindrance or get in the way. But um, that was it was cracking. It was really well, good. They, they tell me that Barnsley just tore it up. Jimmy no, Barnes tore it up does. and uh, back the card. The question the question remains is like, why isn't he playing railway stakes every year? Like that used to be the. The go-to. So Perth Racing, Barnsley's still got it, still got the magic. So it's time for lock him in. It's time for Jimmy, isn't it? Yeah, it's time yeah, for Jimmy. Bring yeah. him back. Bring him back. He'd love to celebrate a dig deep back. Yeah, I reckon he he's might. A work, he's a working class horse. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon he might. So that is the uh, the Mundaring done for this week's episode of the 1-1. Race five of the day, 2,100-metre graduation handicap named the Amelia Park Amelia Park handicap. We see a couple of inform horses going around. We've got a last start Narragin Cup winner in So Schmick. Final Chill last start winner. Chief Archer last start winner. Karanis last start winner. So there's a bit of bit of form to uh, to scythe our way through. Terry, what did you come up with in this particular race? Nothing with a huge amount of confidence. Uh, this was our one McManus moment for the day, though. So oh, it's always, tell me, tell it's me always nice to uh, to touch on our McManus moments. He's had a pretty good set last week. I think he had a pretty good set too. And this week, uh, 
It was a relatively good set, but the ten bucks Sheik it. I don't think. I think he's got that a little bit wrong. I'm not not declaring Sheik it or anything here, but uh, I think the ten dollars will be well and truly over the jump price for a shake horse. It. Shake it, like shake a it, shake it like a Polaroid picture for, yeah. for a horse who um, gets the two and a half kilo allowance with the other uh, three year old. Um, what would you call it? Three year old allowance, I should say. Yeah. Um, drops the six kilos. Meets Karanis a, a stack better at the weight. Uh, it was huge off forty days at the eighteen hundred meters. Um, not sure if he'll run out the 2100 meters second up uh, or second off the freshen up, but uh, it definitely is more, for me, is more of a $4.50 chance and a $10 pop. So um, there you are, Brad. There's your mention this week. Well, um, I saw if Brad, that's the worst he does, he's pretty happy. I, I saw reckon. Brad on Twitter talking about the Billy Ray yeah. and saying that uh, if, <laughs> you, good, good if, tweeting, isn't it? if you want to get some overs, jump on to Tab Touch in the morning. And I thought that. That might have been code for he was going to put $7 Billy Ain't Silly up again. Ah, I know. He's yeah. very safe with Billy. <laughs> he's very safe with Billy. Yeah, I reckon um, Yeah, some of the punters have backed that in from the sevens to the, the 250 last start. If that was Billy Ain't Silly and not Billy Ray, there could have been uh, pitchforks and uh, <laughs> yeah. rioting at Ascot, I'd say. But, yeah, uh, that's true. Look, I think this race will be um, dominated. Uh, I think it could be dominated. I'm not... I'm not convinced by the leader and the leaders back Sheikit and Karanis I like to see a horse going around at the journey and prove that we can get the journey and those two horses are obviously final chill uh, and so schmick uh, so schmick just at the weights I have to take him on he's got 14 points or 15 points or something in his last three BJ just a couple of wins out of his grade but yeah. um Good booking of Rawil. It's just very hard at the 61. That's a, it's a massive weight impost. Um, Chris Nickel gave him a 10 in the Narragin Cup and our idol was a good thing beaten. I think mm. you'll find. Um, final chill. will make that mid-race move from the 600 if they're not going to quickly put himself into the race. Um, but again, I just I just gave him a little and I've marked him around five bucks. He's not, I haven't Had to give him, him a bit of a clip, didn't you? Had Surely, to give yeah. him a bit of a clip. Yeah. I, I think um, this race is worth more, but I think Kieran's um, – and I, hopefully he wins the race. Well – for him, hopefully he wins the race. But, um, yeah, I think he should have raced on Wednesday. With Pike. I know, I know it was worth a little bit less and might have been even a little harder with Red Hot Tip potentially. Well, maybe not mm. exactly the same. But I think, yeah, if you've got Pikey available, you, you you stick with Pikey. That's the winning formula for the horse. Um, in saying that, it, it could Pikey could have just correlated to when he sort of found his feet to some degree. So, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I think think both those last two rides needed needed a bit of wizard wizardry. Well, I think the first one, Mitch could have done the – Mitch is that type of rider who would take yeah. off, need be. But the second one I thought was a really well-timed run. But mm. um, we'll learn a lot, I guess, in that sense. Um, if Mitch uh, – if he goes for Pikey, Mitch as well as he did for Pikey, probably is very hard to beat. But yeah. um, now Shaker, I marked 4, 4.15 actually. And Karanis, I've got the same price despite the weight swing. I just thought Karanis – like I said, the requisition earlier, it looks like a horse is just going to keep winning. Yeah. He, just, just, yeah. Jared, he was so Jared. unlucky last start and he still won the race. Jared's got him absolutely yeah. humming. Yeah. So, and, and Lakdar on for cash or shouldn't be a negative, but – I saw it as just a minor, and this will sound funny, a minor negative just because he has gone so well for Kesh. So, um, yeah, look, I've marked those two just over four bucks. They're both five at the moment. So, uh, no no real bet for me. Royal Schwarzier's run two back was um, was was huge. So just, um, just, just uh, Hyperspace and Royal Schwarzier both went around yesterday, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, both went poorly too. Yeah. So may both come out, especially um, Hyperspace, who they reported post-race race flatly. So don't know if you back up for four days if that's the case, but – Maybe they're playing a bit of Ducks and Drakes, mm. BJ, who knows, because Hyperspace was going really well before that. Yeah, so. yeah prone to a um, setback or two, Hyperspace. certainly yeah. is. Um, but, yeah, so for me, again, not not overly enthused here. Um, yeah, 10 bucks Sheik. It can I have more of that, Brad? That would be nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was a race between Karanis and Sheik it myself. 
I make them both five dollars. Uh, final chill can win again. Uh, just I just noticed the other day that Pike just let it fall out. He just rode so patiently and so confidently. Um, it was a bit of skill involved in that, like high level of skill um, with that winning rider and final chill last start. Uh, no knock on Mitchell Pateman, but that's why the Wizard has got eight rides at Caulfield on Saturday. He's the the best in the business, and he's got a certain set of skills that are just, um, yeah, just yeah, just elite and head and shoulders. But the uh, but final chill, he can win again. He's going to have to do it with fifty eight and a half. But yeah, really informed stayer, um, doing a lot right for Kieran McDonough. So Schmidt is uh, really come um, come of age since being transferred to Steve Wolfstable. Ran third in Albany Cup, backed up on the Narragin Cup, backing up again with sixty one kg. He's not sure it's going to be his race, but I think there's a couple of higher rated staying races coming up in the coming weeks that are going to be suitable for him. This was more of a stepping stone, I imagine. So for me, I think it's going to be Karanis or Shake. I think they're going to be the two fighting at the finish. I like the weight drop for Shake. It probably going to find the front. I actually thought that if there's going to be a horse outside of the obvious, might be Major Mambo who might be able to run a bit of a race mm. on speed. I didn't think he was too bad in that Maricino race the other day. This is easier. He's probably going to roll forward and either lead if Chris Parnham doesn't want to leave or, or trail the uh, Shake It, who looks the other possible leader. thought Major Mambo could stick on and run a bit of a race now that he's fifth up into his campaign. He's the one outside of the obvious for mine. But, um, yeah, for me, I think it's going to be flip of the coin between Karanis and Shake It. Very, very good. Um, yeah, geez, 10 bucks, Bradley. Good stuff. Race six, the Crown Towers handicap over the 1,000 metres. Now, BJ, excuse me, is this the best non-black type sprint that uh, we've just about ever seen in, <laughs> in Western Australia? Yeah, agree, Terry. This is an absolute belter. I was getting a headache trying to uh, do the form and price this race last night. Uh, where do you start? I suppose we better start with the speed map. I mean, we've got Dream and Zebel. We've been talking about these two horses being the fastest gate speed or early speed horses in the state, and finally they cross swords or cross paths. But the barrier draw makes it a pretty easy sort of uh, set up here for We've Got Dreams to rail in front. Yeah, I think it also allows um, Zebel and Luke just to say, let's not go mad, let's just go the breeze. And um, and, and Lucy, Lucy on will sort of suit that more patient riding style, I would have thought. Yeah, yep. yeah. Look, I don't think Zebel can win from the breeze. Um, so, but um, I just think they'll, they probably won't. We're all expecting massive speed on here, but this doesn't necessarily have to be that quickly run a race because the map looks obvious, if that makes yeah. sense. They can yep. sort of just sort themselves out and race a little bit happily. Yeah. Um, Interesting with We've Got Dreams, very underrated mare, won seven of 14, a lot of those at a price as well. Yeah. Um, she trialed with the blinkers on and I think that was one of her – I know it was a really strong trial, but I don't think she, it was one of her better trials. She trialed Is that her latest trial? Yeah, she yeah. trialed back in January and then she was scratched at the gates where Mickey Lane wasn't too impressed on track. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> it was quite funny. Um, but yeah, I don't think that was one of her more impressive trials. So either A – they haven't been completely happy with her work and they uh, put the blinkers on to try and sharpen her up. Or B, they thought, let's see how she goes in blinkers as a test in the trial um, and she's back here. So, look, either way. Pretty, um, pretty fair horse running down there, cup knot. 
Yeah, over, yeah. The, over the 950. Mm. So I, I'd like to think that we've got dreams could beat Cup Night over the 950 under hard true, riding. True, um, yeah. Most days out. So I, I might be being a bit harsh there. The time as well was just, a, yeah, look, I might be being a touch harsh there. That's a strong, strong trial she was in. But um, No, no I, I, I tend to agree. I think she's trolled better than that for yeah, sure. Yeah, so I just think in this type of race you need to be cherry ripe. Um, going backwards on the speed map from there, BJ. We agree on the leader. Um, Captain yep. Kinkle hold. We've got dreams back. Yep, you'd suspect agree. Uh, one one uh, Highland beats, or are you going to jam someone? Well, by the way, well done. Um, on jamming, watch me dance into the one one. That's tremendous stuff. <laughs> Mickey Heaton, he just doubted you could uh, you could do it. And I tell you what, you just he just he was laughing. You are, you are genuinely a genius at jam. You should there should be a market for one one. Who's going to land in the one one? You could you retire instantly. Mickey Heaton was was. Sneering, wasn't he? Oh, was, I wasn't far from a sneer either, <laughs> to be honest. I got a, you know, it was, it was quite incredible. So, uh, um, let's let's get River Bow in the one one, eh? Yeah, so it's, it's River yep. Bow, Highland Beat, or Gemma Sun. Yeah, the fact Gemma Sun's drawn the wires of the three, um, because I went into this thinking I'd find Gemma Sun to be honest. Mm. Um, the fact it's drawn the widest of the three, I think Christy will be three, don't know here. I just think um, she might find a spot, she might get lucky and get in, but Highland Beat goes pretty quick early, yeah, and can hold a spot. So, um, you'd love to see the you'd love to see them kick up, grab the back of Zebel. Um, alternatively, if Riverbow's going really quick, it grabs the back of Zebel and Highland B gets the back of Riverbow. Either of those spots are nice. I yeah, think. or uh, Jamison Sun leads up three wide line, Riverbow maybe yep. tracks it up. Um, yeah, there's a few different things there. That that yep. that it just depends how quickly they go early. Yeah, exactly uh, right. It will depend on how, how much separation there is for horses to slot into. Yeah, exactly right. And then you've got Plutocracy, State Attorney. Um, will be out the back door. Floyd probably goes back from the gate and, and money matters. Uh, it's probably three back the fence, I think, with the with the 62. But, um, gee whiz, I reckon you'll ask, uh, ask five people. You get five different uh, responses or tips. Riverbow will be very popular, um, knocking off clairvoyance. But the only thing I'm going to say about that win, BJ, is I reckon clairvoyance speak clairvoyance that start. You're talking plutocracy probably should have won that race just mm. about. Uh, Platinum Bullet got within a half. Chick's Pick was only a length and a half away. Echo Effect was only two and a half away. So I'm not going to look at that as like, whoa, you've just beat clairvoyance. I think clairvoyance wasn't right to win that race. Yeah, but I think he, he was three wide no cover the entire still, still won. Yeah, yeah, still a great win. Still yeah. a great win. Just 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 with the query on the map, I think. I think his price is about right, about four bucks. No, it's shorter than that. It's three yeah. six. So he's, he's getting in below me. So. Yeah, so that that's more what I'm looking at here. I'm definitely not knocking um, Riverboat too heavily here, mm. but um, yeah, I think I've marked him closer to I think four eighty. I have uh, Riverboat. Um, I was uh, I was Gemma's son, Riverboat equal four fifty. Yeah, so I was um, I got Highland Beat as equal or just shy of um, of. Uh, of Riverboy, I, I think that's um, I think I'll be probably alone in, in tipping Highland Beat here, but the, the weight swings that um, that this bloke gets uh, on on some of these is quite incredible. If you go back to the runs versus Money Matters early last prep, I think the weight swings are six, seven, eight, nine, ten kilos. Uh, obviously, Money Matters isn't the horse that he needs to beat here, um, but if you look at his uh, second up run last campaign, he's towed Money Matters into the race carrying the same weights. Mm. Um, it's only grabbed him late. It was it was huge. First up, you've probably got to say he was um, he would have finished a lot closer with any normal luck in the straight. He was held up the entirety. 
um, basically held up from from start to finish. Not held up from start to finish, but now Brad, uh, Mitch, sorry, never really got to get stuck into him properly. Yeah. Um, I, I just think with a race, with all these big names, all these horses going head to head, I think he's the one that's going to be forgotten. Currently 11, 12 bucks would surprise me if he trades significantly longer than that with a lot of money coming for a lot of these. And um, yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think just on weights and scales and how he meets every horse better at the weights, had no luck. I've, as I said, I've mapped him either 1 1 or back a river bow. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think Highland Beat is the one that'll sneak under a few guards and run a stable big, in form as well. Stable now in form, mm. exactly right. I think he'll run a big each way uh, race. Well, I mean, even the um, the stable mate Floyd, he's a, he's a good horse. He's a good fresh horse. He's a good thousand meter horse, but he's going to have to come from last, isn't he? So, yeah, but I might um, Floyd two hundred to one. Really? Yeah. Wow. So my uh, my uh, leg up, I had Riverboat on top from Gemma's son. We've got dreams. The likely leader, um, kicking and holding on for third. And the way that you were talking about Highland Beat was the way that I was looking at Captain Kink. Um, who was, uh, I think, was in the same race, wasn't he? Yeah. Last start, and he also was a little bit stiff as well. Crammed and he led them up early, crammed and came around, got to the front, sort of jammed him up a bit, lost a bit of momentum, and then um, had to duck duck and dive and got beat 0.8 lengths behind Miss Kentucky and Riverbow. However, the price, obviously, that was. Uh, an obvious black booker because the price isn't quite what I was expecting. Although it did open ten dollars on Bradbet this morning, now into five fifty. So from one sixty kilos down to fifty five in a similar vein to Highland Beat. Um, I think they're they're quite evenly matched. But for for now, anyway, since the market has evolved, you Captain King's half the price of Highland Beat, which is which is interesting. I think that's probably. Um, bit of gate one factor as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Need some luck there from the one as well. If, yeah. if we've got dreams that isn't going that well, um, that could end up being a, a tough spot. Could, be, could be the better. coffin. Could be, but in saying that, if we've got dreams that isn't going well and can shake Zeebel off, that could be the actual, the spot you want to be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's very shape. I think in a race that's this tight and this close, it's going to come down to those little intricacies in the rides. Yep. Um, there is so, there is probably a length I reckon between probably the top five in this and their best uh, their best run. So good um, race, isn't it? Bloody it hell. is. Mm. There's a couple in the market that I, I think shouldn't be. I said Floyd and Money Matters. I've got out the door with the weights um, and how the race is set up. Thirty yeah. bucks each. I think they've both got to be significantly longer than that. State Attorney draws a gate. Forget it went around last start. State Attorney can impact late, but I just don't know if it's, it's got more the class. of a third, fourth chance for mine. State Attorney. Yeah, yep. I just don't know if it's got the class. So uh, Zebel can't win either. They're, they're the three I'm happy taking on. Money Matters, Floyd, and, and Zebel completely. But um, plutocracy. Plutocracy can win the race mm. with the right card into it. Gets the back of um, yeah, gets the right back and, and impacts late. Patrick Carberry. They go well together. These two, mm. uh, as I said, probably should have. Probably should have gone very close to winning that clairvoyance race. Insane that river boat's that deep. So, but I mean, it's um, yeah, plutocracy. I think is always a chance in this type of race. It's um, yeah, just just a cracking, cracking, cracking race. But um, I'm really happy being on Highland Beat each way. I think they can jam into the one one. If not, grab the back of river boat. It's a it's a nice spot either way. Excellent. Yeah, I've tipped river boat on top. He's under my quote at the moment. The horse that is above my quote that was my second selection in the leg up Gemma's son class horse of the race um i think sometimes i'm guilty and maybe the public's guilty a little bit guilty of underestimating this horse he's uh he's just an, i wanted to find it just yeah map, isn't it? Yep. Mm. yeah that's that's the biggest hindrance however sometimes christy bennett can just get these horses to roll 
not annoy them, keep them in a rhythm, and they just respond to her. Yeah. Gemma Sun could be could be a case uh, in point this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's the value, slight value for mine. Uh, Gemma Sun. All right, Highland beats each way. And we move on to race number seven with the early scratching going to the Geraldton Cup of Saucy Jack. And i tell you what, if there is a key scratching for the day, this is the one. Um, We also need to note that our idol is booked to run in the Geraldton Cup on Sunday. And I reckon, just having a look, it's a 78 plus on Sunday. Our idol is a 74 rater. Barrier two... I reckon that's the way they'll probably go. Yeah. They're only going to risk an extra four points. They'll get the eight points if they win rather than the four. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me to see them scratch. And uh, Tiana has a good record taking horses up to Jerry yeah, as well. loves so. it, yeah. Now I've got a question for you. Mm. You know how we like to say moral, good things, mm. uh, unbeatable. Just wins. I got Just I got wins. told off yesterday for uh, – I declared one at Albany to, to Scott and Brittany and – Brittany reckons the moment anyone says just wins, it can't win. Yeah, I've heard it. She said that on the podcast mm. as well, actually. Oh, uh, did it win? It hasn't Oh, sorry. Yet. Oh, today, LB. It's in the last. Oh, it's in the last. It's in the lucky last. Okay. Now, have you ever heard someone say, use the word pheasant instead of moral? No. Really? No. Ian Butchie O'Connor, the man behind the Mundaring Hotel, is adamant that pheasant is a thing. And uh, on our WhatsApp well, group. like a bird, a colourful bird. WhatsApp group chat if there's a good thing if there's absolute moral of the day he calls it a pheasant have you ever heard that before no <laughs> neither have i however if you want to see a pheasant i believe now that saucy jack is scratched i think big butterboom could be the horse terry yeah no i'm in uh, complete alignment with you bj that was my <laughs> lay of the week last week uh it quickly becomes my best of the week 14 days later pheasant. um it's funny actually last night i did i did a market with saucy jack and i did a market without saucy jack and then got him three dollars fifty why did you hang on why did you do that I saw the Jerry Cup noms. Oh, okay. Yeah. So and I knew how much Saucy Jack's uh, entrance would change the race. So oh, I did a market with him without. I had him 340 from memory um, with SJ in the race, and I think I had him 250 without Saucy Jack. So, um, yeah, should uh, should roll to the top. Our idol grabs his back. Uh, it's a good bet. We're going to get our price here as well because mm. there will be some money for Pleto, who I don't think gets the 1800 um, there'll be money, some money for Off We Go, who, look, this is a nice class drop, nice choice of race, but I don't think Off We Go really made much more of an impression, enough no, of an impression more than sort of flash to your caddy ordinary, or fear the wind. Ordinary, yeah. So I don't, I don't think that was enough for me. Miss Marietta, draw and um, draw and weight is all catching up there. That just doesn't look right. Black Shadow, I think, can win. And Black Shadow, um, it, there's no reason he can't win again. But Black me, Shadow is the biggest danger for mine. Yeah, yep. for me, it's well, for me, it's our idol. Yep. Was, uh, but... I think our rider will miss Mitchie, but um, yeah, I don't. We don't need to go much further, to me, to be honest with you. I think roll forward, big butter boom. There's no pressure now. Um, he should get it nice and easily out and top. Mitchie rides these horses tremendously, and um, he just looks your best of the day, BJ. Yeah. What was that? What was Reverend John doing in that race the other day? That was that was it's the funny, most it? bizarre nomination. It's and funny, the most actually. bizarre ride. It's it was funny. incredible stuff. It was uh well, he's done that most of his starts, Reverend John. I think he had about fourteen trials leading into it. So <laughs> they thought he was fit. Try and put try and put ten on him and skip away. But um yeah, no, it was it was odd watching. It was funny. I was on I don't think I mentioned I was, I on, I was on Kerman Rock to run a hole yeah. at the five or six bucks. And or it whatever. should have too, uh, yeah. Oh, and it comes out and runs a hole in a derby yeah. a week later, jeez. 
just, but just you know, felt stiff. If Reverend John wasn't in that race, I don't think Big Butter Boom wins. Uh, yeah, I'd yeah. say so, yeah. Mm. I'd say so. So, yeah, if you look at that, Big Butterbone's come to town twice. Forget all the Albany runs, mm. um, what happened down there. And uh, first going town, Eurasia took off mid-race, took it on, yeah. um, which made that win a bit more um, meritorious because it wasn't a strong field that day. Mm. Um, and last week wasn't a strong field either, but he had to absorb the pressure then. Peel out and um, Jason Brown, for mine, that was the ride of the day on Black Shadow. Yeah, that was, uh, um, that was Brownie at his best, wasn't it? A lot of jockeys just let Lucy out on Kerman Rock there, but Brownie said, no, nah, nah. you're not, you're not yep. going out. And Kerman Rock probably probably wins the races to be I don't mm. I don't know if it does or not but um that was Brown, good old-fashioned uh um that know, was old-fashioned riding wasn't riding it? yeah so, that was good yeah yep, very simply this goes forward this leads this wins so I've got big butter boom 252.60 Plato's always hard in the market BJ mm. so I'm not sure if I don't know it's not impossible we see better um but often when I'm really happy with the price and it's my best and people are on the same wavelength um the horse is naturally supported so I'm, I'm pretty happy just saying the 320 off we go yeah. Pheasant territory. Big yeah, butter boom. Definitely, definitely pheasant territory. <laughs> definitely pheasant territory. Yeah. No, very, what uh, about echo effect into uh, big butter boom? Roy Rogers. Bang, oh, bang. It could be a big day for Boy mm. and Mitch, couldn't and it? Mitch, yeah. yeah. yeah Mitch has got some good rides. Yeah, yeah it could be a big day for the combo. 100%. Yeah. All right. The uh, WSI has produce stakes. The group three over the 1,400 metres. Um, interesting part of this race, BJ, for me is the fact that I think the six leaders uh, or the six horses that settled one to six in the uh, Karakata all aren't here. Mm. Um, well, the majority of them aren't here. Um, on paper, there isn't really any obvious speed horses. Green and Shady landed Breeze, Be Optimistic led last start. Um, Heavenly Waters has led in the past, but um, Featherweight could definitely go forward from 11 and try and be tough off the seven uh, seven. Day break. Fatal Femme didn't accept, which I thought, I thought was odd. Something might have gone wrong there. I know they drew the car park, but it was winnable for Fatal Femme with some real luck from 15. Mm. Um, but it could have gone forward too. So, look, not a huge amount of speed. The blinkers go off, be optimistic. I can't actually – I haven't spoke to Luke yet, so I can't even comment on what our tactics are. I don't, I don't know what the uh, thought process will be. I presume we'll roll forward and lead if nothing else wants it. Um, but, oh, look, very simply, BJ – Export man's drawn four. Lee was drawn three. They dominated with um, Pat Scott Sass. But that was a day where if you're on the rail, it was worth a million lengths. Yeah. Um, and I, I was really hoping that we saw an interesting draw here and Hoi An was chucked into a good gate because yeah. it, it would have picked itself, I reckon, just about, even though it was poor in the Karakata. I just forgive those type of runs. Uh, sneaky chance if it accepted. I would have loved to see it draw a gate because I reckon we could have found and made a case for it. But barrier draw, this should be export man versus Lewa. Very simply, felt that Lewa had more excuses. Felt it probably would have won the race if, um, if, if it didn't get that little interference in the straight. There wasn't enough for margin. Um, to suggest differently, but um, I reckon it's a coin flip between the two and I'm going to go with Lewa and I reckon you're going to be on the other side of the coin. Coin flip, I marked him exactly the same price, 375. What did you? 310, 340. 310 Lewa? Yeah. Okay. Brad, yeah. Brad went up for 64, 70, which is the better. What yeah. I'm expect, it's about 320 at the moment, Lewa, I think. What I'm expecting is there will be some surprise money for a, for a K-May or a Featherweight, featherweight or featherweight. something yeah. of that nature and we will see 384 bucks late for Lewa um, and possibly Export Man as well. So yeah. That's what I'm expecting. That's what I'm hoping for as well. Bet, Betfair late, Export Man. Uh, I, to be, I think to be honest, if they a, both get out to four bucks. Because he's suspect at the start. Would you be afraid to play – sorry, would you, be, would you be afraid to play a sort of three units – Say they both drift out to four bucks, which I think is a, a chance of occurring. Would you yeah. be afraid to play a three-unit 
Lee, well, one unit export, man. You know, you're just you're chopping in the other. Yeah, or or vice versa. Yeah. You'd, go, you'd go the other way around, vice yeah. versa. Like, I think that it's not usually my style of punting, but I think it's a race. You've, I've got a fair degree of confidence that they're going to run the Quinella. I think they're both going to be $4 plus. Bit fair. I have to be. I, I, think. Just can't see, I just can't see where the money comes from. Mm. Would have loved to see my Fury draw a gate as well. Yeah, that, was, was, geez, that, was, that was a run, wasn't it? That was absolutely huge. Uh, yeah, the barriers have almost robbed this race of uh, yep. a little bit of interest in a way. Uh, but for me, Export Man and Lewa stand out two-year-olds of the season. They're really, really good horses and they, um, they're luck on their side, drawing three and four respectively. For me, I think we're both big raps on Featherweight. Um, he made hard work of it the other day, but um, did yeah. a lot wrong, fizzed up before the race. There was a long delay because a horse got loose. Might have had a few excuses there, but Dan Morton, stable. Red Timmy Hot. Hewitt, happy? Happy, yeah, very yeah. happy. Um, uh, I don't think Richie Bell was too happy. Did you hear? Are you? Jeez, no, <laughs> no, I listened to the rest. <laughs> and how obvious is it what he's on? Yeah, obviously. Watch um, watch the replay. Of, love you, Richie. Love your work, Richie. He, he was he actually added a completely different uh, layer. It's just so layer to obvious. Go back to the win. My favourite one is, and I mainly like to talk about this because I was on uh, Purist about a year or two ago. I was watching it with Dane, Mister Hollingworth at the um, at the Greenwood, and um, just the whole way through, it was about two hundred fifty to one. The whole way through, you could just tell in the call that Richie was on Purist. Just it was so so obvious. But there was one at Kalgoorlie last week or the week before. Guarded. I'm not sure who was commentating. Um, I forget his name. Um, but just the way he was talking about it before the race, he basically just said, this is a moral. This is a moral. And, uh, yeah, the call was quite funny <laughs> after that. You don't often hear race callers, uh, yeah, making it that clear what they're on or where their money's at. But I, my guess would be Richie doesn't mind a punt. Sky Actor was quite funny, actually, because um, he was – you could tell that oh, – I could be wrong, but it sounded as if Richie was punting in Sydney as well. And um, <laughs> and Sydney was on like right before Ascot. Like Ascot was like five minutes after Sydney all day. So Richie was like almost calling the features, the Doncaster and a few of the features at uh, the TJ Smith at um, as the uh, as they were going into the gates at Ascot. It was very funny. It was lot, lots of, Sky Active was good for humour last last Saturday with uh, with Richie Bell, but he was um, I think he might have had a little uh, dabble, a little a little nibble at the uh, ain't no other man. Um, <laughs> Uh, last Saturday but anyway cut a long story short Featherweight we both have a lot of time for him I think he's got to roll forward make his own luck can he go 1100 to 1400 in a week was it 1100 1200 11 11 yeah. to 14 in a week working needs forward needs to improve as well there's, there's a well, few aspects he needs to improve his manners was uh, but still need to, need to draw a gate I think yeah I think I still think he's a clear cut third third from uh, oh okay that's my third pick yeah just, just the x factor we don't know just we don't know we that's don't the know. thing 1000 to 1400 not many horses as you said um, a fortnight ago, not many horses win trials on debut or trial debut up up the rails mm. as a two year old, and then come out and sprint past horses. So, um, yeah, I can I can make a case for K May being the X factor horse. We don't know how the two, the we two, don't know the ceiling. The two map horses for mine are Awesome Rival and Diamond Blue. They're both twenty dollars plus. Awesome Rival screaming out for fourteen hundred meters. Brad Parnham, uh, I think he can run a big race. And I actually thought Diamond Blue was quite good in the Caracatta Plate, and he's run some some really competitive races against some of the better two-year-olds. So they're both out of the market, but they're going to get the right runs and uh, could feature. But flip of the coin, Export Man, Lewa, I'm going Export Man, and Terry is going. Lewa. Okay. Uh, awesome Rival's above my price too, actually. Yeah, I think Awesome Rival gets the right run from there. Uh, can be optimistic win. I don't think she can win. No. Were you a bit disappointed the other day? 
Uh, yes, so we, oh, well, I can say what occurred. Luke is uh, fairly sure she had a cold or a little uh, – there was a bit of snot coming out of her nose. She wasn't a healthy, happy horse when she returned to scale. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a healthy, happy punter when she returned to scale either, to be honest with you. Uh, gee, what, halfway through that race, I'd started uh, – Thinking about how many froffies I was going to have to celebrate in the afternoon, and then it got it got even worse with Dig Deep later. Jeez, that was hey, a uh, tough day. In ownership. Um, but I, I reckon if you go back through her runs, I, I think she'll trade 60, 70 to one. And if you can pull, if you can forgive that run, yeah. she then becomes the value runner in the race on a on a race lacking a real obvious go forward horse. Well, she so. started three sixty hard in the market last yeah. start, so yeah. there's SP profile there. Exactly. Uh, size produce stakes day. You want to take me on a trip down memory lane? Dig deep. Accepted, mm. ready to run. He was, he was gonna, he was gonna sew up horse of the year, two out of the year honors. Would have won by six. And uh, what happened? For, uh, hoof abscess. Hoof. Yeah. And who, who, who won? I can't remember. Tin snip. No, won. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Edge out, watch me dance, isn't it? No, 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 no Um Edge out. Uh, specialism. Specialism, and so I'm in the wrong year with watch me dance. Um, well, it was a, a tight finish. It was a That's guy. all I remember. Yeah. yeah, it was a very, very tight finish, and um, that was yeah, that was enough to snare Tin Snip the uh, two hour of the year award, <laughs> which we're not dirty about at all. Anyway, let's move on, BJ. We're uh, we're taking each other on in the size. So I'm uh, I'm Lewa. BJ is X Bought Man. Uh, race number nine, the Salinger handicap, uh, but more commonly. Referred to as the Get Out Stakes, which is S T E A K S. Brought to you by Market City Meats, I believe, BJ. Correct, Terry. Actually, one thing that has dropped off here at 11 Studios is our steak sandwiches. Although we do have a nice yeah. bacon and egg croissant uh, to kickstart the morning, we need to get, uh, we need to, I need to drop in and see Timmy Hewitt and invest in some of that uh, gourmet beef. And uh, we can get these steak sandwiches with pineapple. Up and running again here at One One Headquarters. So, it is the it is time for the Get Out Stakes. Proudly brought to you by Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located on Bannister Road at the Canning Vale Markets. Timmy Hewitt, part owner of Featherweight, very very good man is Timmy. His team do a terrific job out there at Market City Meats. So when you go in, tell them that you are part of the One One family and. Uh, Tim and his team, they'll look after you, that is for sure. Congratulations to last week's episode 71 winner, Tom Wolf. Now, Tom you know is- what he did? He wolfed him down, didn't he? <laughs> Tommy. I reckon he's won it a couple of times, actually, yeah, Tommy. Yeah. Now, Tommy is Steve Wolf's nephew. He is. Tommy's a good lad, actually. He's a good lad. Steve Wolf's nephew, son of Brett. Brett, of course, is a part owner in Export Man and uh, Red Can Man. So what a time for the wolves! Oh, they're just uh, a pack of wolves. Yeah, they are enjoying themselves. That is for sure. The great game has been very kind to them in recent times. And again, Tommy, Tommy Wolf got the uh, got the job done. He was he was nearest the pin in the Get Out Stakes last Saturday. Big shout out to two uh, friends of the podcast, Chris Nelson and Stevie Armstrong. West Coast Eagles uh, grand final hero, Stevie Armstrong. Chris Nelson and Steve Armstrong, neither of them have won the Get Out Stakes, but both of them have been in beaten photo finishes seven or eight times. Just hard luck stories. Hard luck stories. Yeah. Who did um, Who did Steve Armstrong keep out of that grand final? First emergency or was one of the emergencies? Uh, Mark LaCroix. Very good. Yes. Yeah. 
one for one. <laughs> so, Tommy, Mick, you're this week's mastermind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll get, I'll write myself out a voucher to the Monday. Um, yes. So, uh, yeah. So, shout out to Chrissy Nelson and Stevie Armstrong. Keep entering, fellas. Your time will come. <laughs> 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 I know Chrissy's struggling to sleep at the moment. Bring <laughs> me a big fat steak. Yeah, so to enter this week's Get Out Steaks, hit us up at the 1 1 pod on Twitter. Who you think will win race nine to Ascot on Saturday and a decimal winning margin? Two decimal places preferred. Remembering the Sam White rule. Terry? First in, past the post, best dressed. Correct, Monday. Race nine. I got very little to, to give you here, unfortunately. Uh, this he- is a race in four. But I think Holy Ghost gets too far back, um, which race will make four it really very difficult to win. So I think it's a race in one, probably. Yeah. Um, me and Taz will lead. Billy ain't silly in the breeze. Um, that, that's where it's 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 hard to win from the breeze. It's never easy to win from the breeze. But Billy did that last week after taking some uh, sustaining some pressure. I think Stella Vista Frank that form despite not winning yesterday. Um, standout race didn't go as well last week as we'd have hoped. From the breeze, but um, look, I think the danger for Billy here is the fact Amelia's Contreras and Tinsnip will both have probably the little suck just behind it. But um, have a tar- uh, he'll have a target on his back. He really. certainly will. I actually, be- I actually think you'll lead, Lucky, straight to the front. Well, it was interesting. So you've gone from Lucy's a more defensive rider than Maddie Correct. at times, yeah. and Lucy just came out the gates last start looking to hand up with me and Taz. Yeah, just weird, weird, weird. It cost it the race. It would have won the race if she just goes to the top there. Um, yeah, I, th- I found that extremely odd, just not knowing the horse. I think to some degree. Um, I think Maddie will be instructed to lead, but um, if Lucky's aggressive and gets across me and Taz, you can turn your telly off because it's all over. Yeah. Um, even if it breezes, it, it's probably still capable of winning but um just some risk from the breeze with emilius contraire um and tin snip getting nice card ups but tin snip for me goes up in weight and this isn't any easier mm. as to carry the extra weight it's just just the horses that he faces so uh billy ain't silly for me but i've marked him 250 the 210 is not going to get me in a million years so um yeah and then i've got the other two six bucks six bucks holy ghost 12 in there all around those marks so there's just there's how's, just not a bit how's, how's my market billy ain't silly 240 mm. Tin Snip six dollars, mm. Amelia's Contreras six dollars, Holy Ghost twelve dollars. Is it really? Yeah, hundred percent. That's, that's genuinely nearly identical. Yeah, two forty. So you just add. I'm, the, a, I'm, a, I'm a smidgen keener the on thing Billy. Is, yeah, well, I'm. <laughs> if if Amelia's and, and Tin Snip sort of is probably more keen Amelia's and Tin Snip, but if Amelia's if they trade seven fifty, I probably won't play still. Yeah, like I still I think Billy will win, and will just um so I'll, I'll be just looking at a two eighty three bucks three. Actually, to be honest, I, I probably won't be looking. Um, unless I'm getting something well, you crazy were, here, you so. were spot on the other day. You warned me to take the take the yes. high threes on offer, Billy Ainsley, when we were recording. Again, I think and I was I was walking through a shopping centre, phone out, and I saw three sixty Betfair or three forty Betfair, and I said that'll do. And just as I went to confirm bet, it vanished. Yep. So I left my three forty up there for a while, and then it just went. Three dollars, two ninety, two eighty, two seventy, two fifty, and just I just yeah. So it was uh, it was it was brutal. I that time I missed that uh, that three forty that was just sitting there, and uh, when I went to confirm, it just evaporated in front of my very eyes. Punters so, love a spruik horse, and he once again he's a very strong data horse. But it was late so. too. That yep. was the thing. So yep. I, th- I thought I was just, the bots, oh, the bots. Yeah. Getting a hold of him, but uh, yeah, I think Billy stays firm. Trades two fifty here, I think at best. So probably won't get me at that price from the breeze. But um, to top a race, it's funny. So I've got Billy. What I say, two fifty, 
if uh, me and Taz comes out and they find a race next week or whatever, um, you know, you probably mark Billy a dollar seventy five. Yeah, and then you start thinking, hang on, we could um, we could have a bet at two forty late on Betfair, but uh, yeah, who knows? If if Billy's trades a dollar ninety Betfair, I might look at Amelia's contrary each way at eleven twelve bucks. And yeah. who knows? Who knows what happens late on the exchange? But uh, I think Billy will win. Geez, it took a long time to say that, didn't it? Uh, Billy wins. I think uh, pretty confident. Almost a pheasant. Uh, really is contraire. I agree with Terry. She's my second pick. I thought her last start run was excellent on a day that didn't suit uh, her style Smile of racing. Me, Frank, that form yeah. yesterday. And, uh, Bless its little heart. And Glasgow Girl. Um, came hey, out Glasgow and, Girl. Came yeah. out and belted them again last yeah. Saturday. So I like the way that she stuck to her guns. All her sectional splits were there. Chris Parnamon from three. Geez. She actually was the first out of the gates. Yeah, she, she can land one one. Yeah, she can. She can just tag Billy it, it everywhere. Just, just, just wonder whether a really uh, genuine fourteen hundred and she's on speedish. How much that t- uh, blunts her closing speed? Yeah, definitely. Uh, that, that's a, that's a factor. I just thought Billy ain't silly was there to get beat the other day. Got taken on. Lacta had to let special. Sorry, what's that? What's it called special view? Is it? Yep. Uh, cross. Then had to come back out again into the breeze, and then he attacked again from the, I guess what the 450 mark, put a gap on them, and then kept rolling to the line. That was the win of a potential black type horse for mine. Uh, I was a win of a black type horse for mine. Billy ain't silly. That was that was really impressive, and the money was there, ticked all the boxes. Uh, rolling along out in front in the get-out stakes, I think I just can't see how they're going to be able to run down Billy Ain't Silly if he turns up in a similar uh, similar fashion to what he did last up. Billy Ain't Silly, I can understand why he is around the even money mark. Hopefully we get a little bit of a reprieve late on the Beckfair Exchange, but regardless, he just uh, he stands well and truly head and shoulders above the rest as the horse to beat. If he doesn't get out to my price, I might just have a crack at the stakes. Yeah, why not? That might be my go, I think. Can I win him? Is there any, any rules or I can't win it? I don't or? know. I don't know. I'll have to read the fine print. Re- read the manual, yeah. 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 But, yeah, so that uh, that is the uh, the get-out stakes, the Billy Ain't Silly stakes. All right. Very, very good. All right, now, Mr. Ryan, uh, it's time to get into our, our best, our value, and our lays. All right, BJ, your lay of the day. Look at that. Just mixed it up. Hey. Just mixed things up. So Lay. I want your lay. Bet fair lay? Yep, straight up. You bet fair lay. Betfair.com.au. Uh, okay, I'm going out on a limb here, and I hate to do this because the uh, some of the part owners are in a WhatsApp punters club chat with me, but uh, I think first up, no trial, top weight, apprentice Victoria Culver on board. I'm going to take oh. on Shantalk. Well, there you go. I didn't see that coming. Uh, there's nothing at too thin a price that no. I, I want to lay today, BJ, but uh, just more to carry on about the fact that um, I've taken this horse on pretty much all prep, apart from the starty one. Um, she won, Plato? She- apart from the start, she won Plato. I think she's just a horse that there's just a bit too much of a spruik about. There's just She's not quite as good as the market always thinks, so we'll continue to lay her. She's around 440, 480. Um, yeah, I don't think she gets an 1,800 metres either. So lay of the day, Plato, your very best of the day, BJ. I think we're aligned here. We are. The pheasant. Big butter boom. Yes, BBB. Yeah, uh, oh, I haven't got a joke. I was trying to come up with something. It wasn't <laughs> coming to me. Yeah, big butter boom. Uh, be a few clearly booms. my best. What was your price? Big be, boom. Uh, what was I? Oh, that's a good question. There'll be a few know. booms around on yes. Twitter post race. Yeah, there, there'll be a few big butter booms. Yep. 
Uh, where are we? Three dollars, big bada boom. Yeah, okay. yeah, was with uh, sourcing and rice. Yeah, oh, so what would you read? just you'd adjust it to two fifty, two sixty. Yeah, so we're pretty aligned there, I'd suggest. So, big bada boom gets the job done. Boom. Um, and Maddie, are we aligned here as well? Oh well, we we can we, we go the double we, alignment? We, we we can, but I might throw something out right. extra as well. All but right, yeah. you first. Uh, my. I think that 2100 meter race could be a bit of a trap race. I agree. And so I'm going to go my Maddie for the day. Horse on speed, could run a cheeky race. Just ticked over into Maddie territory. I'm That's $21. Man, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sacks on, sacks off. Mm. <laughs> no. Well, 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 yesterday. No. Uh, number six, race five, number six, Major Mambo. Hey, Mambo. Major Mambo. There yeah. you go. I ran third in the. Um Cool Guardy Cup. Ran 31 of the cups last yeah, year. Yeah, right yeah. Cup at any old price. That's yeah. how I got the ratings points. Chrissy yeah. Graham wrote it that day. Uh, echo effect for me. Yeah. Um, disappointed we missed the 60s. Two of some 35s there, but I don't think we need to take the 35s. You're, bitter, I suggest... you're bitter on that 67. Oh, right? I, I, just, I just thought no, no one's backing this. No one's mm. looking at this, surely. Um, but that's okay. It probably trades 80s anyway, so probably doesn't matter. So, uh, Echo effect for me, a, a more enterprising ride from Mitchie to go forward and, um, yeah, just a bit of cheek. I reckon for the effect. So, anyway. All right, BJ. Um, that brings us to the end of episode 72. 72. 72. Very the good. The same age as our guest. There you go. Steve. Yeah, right.